Welcome to Love Therapy Ministries podcast. My name is Bill. And I am Sonia. In this podcast, you can expect to learn what God says about marriage, love, and divorce. We will also use practical applications as we guide you along our journey through our blended family experience. We are a husband and wife team. We are a blended family of seven. And this is phase three or episode three. Mm-hmm. Season one, episode three, we are discussing anger. And this is what, f- three of seven? Yeah, three of seven. Three of seven yep. uh, episodes. So we have, you know, a few more to do and uh, hopefully we can, uh, <clears throat> hopefully you guys can take away, you know, some valuable information from this podcast. So shall we get started? Yeah, we get started. As he said, you know, the first phase was denial. And then after that, you get to fear and it subdues. And now here comes anger. And in this, there's like three stages of anger, William, that people experience. Um, And you could kind of identify what kind of angry or anger were you or are you? Um, (laughs) Passive aggressive is when you're angry and you don't like confrontation. So you're the one that procrastinates or sulks or puts things off or you tell, oh, everything's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Everything's okay. And it's not okay. It's not okay. You know, you're still trying to be in control of what's happening with all these feelings that you have with this anger, but you're not dealing with it and your all your behaviors speak it, but you are denying it in that sense. And then there's open aggression when you're lashing out. We know you're angry, you know, from anger and your rage. It could be uh, verbal and physical. You are hurtful to yourself. You're even hurtful to your ex. Yes. Uh, You find yourself fighting and bickering and bullying and uh, blackmailing and just trying to scheme ways when he comes out and get my car and run him over, you know, all that kind of stuff. You just... Once again, trying to be in no holes barred, huh? No holes barred. You know, your sarcasm and just everything uh, around that. It's very criticism. You can tell it's just that person is angry. And then there's assertive angry when you're assertive. It's a healthier way of dealing with your anger. Again, you do feel this. It's an emotion that's real and it's a part of the phase. You know, it's not like you can get around it. But you want to do it the most healthiest way. You're more in control. You're more confident. You're willing to talk and to listen. Mm. You know, you open up yourself. You're you're actually saying, I want to come to a resolution. How can we work this out? How can we deal with how we're feeling right now? I want to hear what you have to say. And I want you to hear what I have to say so we can be mature about this (laughs) and have a healthier outcome. Yes. You know, and and move forward. what, what, What one did you experience I think I'm more I think I was more of a passive aggressive Mm. avoiding confrontation most definitely most definitely um just uh what what, can I put it off until tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) can can we talk about this at another time (laughs) yeah 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 definitely definitely me yeah. Do not like confrontations, especially when it comes to, you know, uh, when it comes to emotional confrontation, because you want to, you don't, you, you don't want to hear that other side of the conversation. Yeah. Avoid it. Avoid it. If, 
avoid it out at all costs. Right. Definitely. Uh, so we can bracket. Let's just break this. Let's break it down. Let's just peel the onion on these assertive. You now you said assertive anger is the healthier. It is healthier way to deal with anger. Yeah, it, it, it's healthier. I, I think I was more of the healthier way. Um, I did not like to hide or 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 not confront it though. I think I was a little more um, aggressive in that. But I still was willing to talk it out. I was willing to to deal with it, you know. Um, but sometimes women are more likely yeah. to say, "Bring it to the table," and it's just, you know, whatever falls right. and it does, you know, that's what we do. But I want I wanted to move. I wanted to move forward. There was a little bit of um, um, bitterness trying to build up when you wouldn't talk about it or deal with it, and day yeah. after day it was still kind of lingering there and the anger was kind of bit, you know, building, I could find myself becoming a little bitter. And I didn't, I didn't want to stay in that, that state. I thought it would get quite ugly. So if someone is in, okay, so we, I've, we've identified three anger, uh, I guess, situations. Yep. The types of anger. Types of anger. Mm -hmm. So how can one, so how can one identify which type of anger they are facing? Well, I mean, I think it's really clear. Just like you said, you are instantly saying, I, I don't like to, to deal with it. I want to avoid it. Automatically, you're passive. You're passive yeah. aggressive all day. And if you're the other person that's, you know, every time I turn around, it's a fight. Fighting, you know, we, we really can't get anywhere. We're just chasing our tails, going around and around. It's just kind of getting worse and worse. You're that person who's that op open, aggressive, you know, <laughs> this type of anger. But the certain person's like, oh, it's just, I just want to exhale. Can we, can we talk about? Could this? that backfire on someone being passive aggressive? Yes. Passive aggression. Yes, I think that in itself. Because you're you're never able to really get past the anger. Yeah. It's still there. It's yeah. bottled up. It's building. And you're just not dealing with it. And the more you don't deal with it, talk about the more it. Is, the more it's going to be there. The more. And I, mean, I think the, the anger you get even with the person that you're going through this with. Because you can move from certain. Couldn't, could you not move from one type of anger to another? Yes. Like, like wrote today I'm passive today I'm uh I, open I, yeah. tomorrow I'm assertive I'm <laughs> bounced back I, I don't I don't know which one I'm gonna wake up to this morning <laughs> helping to understand which ones those are yeah. and what's the best one to deal with when it comes to two people or a group of people having to come together to make a decision assertive anger the one yeah. that's the healthiest I feel like I feel I know how you feel but can we can we come to the table maturely and make a decision whether we both like it or not, we're going to do what's best. And that assertive anger demonstrates that you can, you, that you are mature and yeah. care about a healthy outcome. You want to be the one that says, you know what? I know it's kind of difficult right now. Let's just calm down. <laughs> Now let's come have come to Jesus meeting. Wusa. And the Wusa. And uh, you know, let's work let's work it out. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely you just gotta recognize that this phase is coming. Yeah. You're going to be in this phase. It is 
natural in this process of grieving. You just want to make a decision on the choice of what type of anger do you want to choose so you can move on to the next step. Yeah, and then everybody around you, you know, your, your if you have children and yeah. you know people close to you, you know, you just hurt. Anger is like a fire; it just erupts anywhere and it spreads. You know, then you got you you angry, you got the whole house angry. The whole house. Everybody, everybody, that energy, that anger energy is just, you know, it, it's kind of you know, it's everybody's a, it, it's, it's everybody's affected. Yeah. It's exhausting because if you're that one that's, that's angry, like you said, um, blackmailing, accusing, you yeah. know, what can I do? Spiteful, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And it really ends up hurting more. Like you said, yourself, the person um, that you're getting ready to distant yourself with. And you, you don't want that to come back on you because at the end of the day, there has to be a compromise and there's children involved. And if there's not children involved, yeah. you want to be able to walk away, you know, cleaner than, than, than taking somebody out. Yeah. Anger can be misdirected and overly expressed. Directing your anger towards your spouse, close up friends and family. We discussed that already. Yeah. Your ex. Oh, hey, settling. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm reading notes. I'm reading on notes. Sorry about that. That's okay. I mean, you're just hating you. I mean, literally hating yeah. your ex. Oh, so you're, now you're moving to hate. So let's scroll back up here. That You're going from assertive to open. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you, you, that's what I'm saying. You're getting to that point where that energy that you're even putting yeah. into this, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's exhausting. Like, this is not the way you want to be. This is not, this is not how you want to. Uh, conduct it or to um, move on to a better part of your life, you don't want to get stuck here. What if you find yourself hating your spouse? Happens. Or I mean, at this, I guess at this point, your ex-spouse. What if you? What if you moved? What if you found yourself in that situation? I think in that, uh, it, it's more um, detrimental to you than the person you're hating. Yeah, it really is because it takes more energy more to energy. hate the energy. Every time I hear their name, every time it takes I see more their energy. face, and they 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 over there at Burger King somewhere. Yeah, you, they have a good you, old time. They moved on, and they at uh, McDonald's. Yeah, so it takes more energy. It does. It does. Yeah. And, and you could be putting that energy towards building you up. Yeah, you know, towards you know what what am I doing next? What do I need? I can't concentrate on me because I'm hating you. Yeah. So we want to let. So we want to tell our listeners. You know, you you might find yourself in that hate or that anger stage, which is stage three, phase three. But that's not. That's not. That's not the answer. Right. It's not because it's then not you the move, you move into the place where you're now. You know, uh, almost why me, God? Yeah. You know. That, you know, this this doesn't seem like it's it should be happening to me. And, right. You know, I, I, I dislike that that person put me in this situation. You know, it's because of them. You know, right. you start blaming and um, really misdirecting all of this rather than moving forward. You kind of taking 10 steps back. Yeah, I, that was my that was one of my questions. Why me? Yeah. Lord, why me? 
why do I got to, why, how did I, you know, go have two kids from my second, second marriage and 13 years and mm. why I thought you called, I thought you called me. Mm. I thought, I thought you called me to a higher place in you. I thought you, I, th- I thought you, you know, ordained and all this kind of stuff. I thought this marriage was going to be forever. Mm. Not so. so. Not so. That'll make, that almost make you angry. Yeah, why? Did, uh, yes, it sure will. Because nobody goes into a marriage thinking in divorce. Right. That's the takeaway. That's true. Nobody goes into a marriage thinking they're going to get divorced. Right. If you were, if you would, you would never, you would never get married. There is still hope. Yeah. Like you said in the previous um, episodes about, you know, it's a comma, not a period. It's a comma, not a period. When you get so angry and you're asking why me and you're ready to just kind of give up on everything. And, you know, I'm just lost in this. It's the saying it was all in vain. Called you, William. He did. He still did. <laughs> he still did. But you, you, hey, but but when you when you when you hit, when you suffer that, you know, you you start to question. Yeah. You start to question yourself. So sometimes when you think of that, and we're coming into this anger stage, and you're finding out this is where you are, and you are trying to decide how I'm not going to be angry like this and move on, so you feel helpless. You know, um, and if you're helpless, it often makes you more angry because you're not in control and you uh, you feel like you can't get through this piece. One of the spouses is angry because you asked me for a divorce. And then the other spouse is angry because I asked you for the divorce and you won't move forward from it. You know, so uh, we help each other to understand better in this podcast to say, you know, where you are, be willing to work through it. Be willing to yeah. um, not take out the additional behaviors to make it worse with your ex. Um, blaming them is not going to help. It's your fault. Pointing fingers. Pointing fingers is not going to help. It's a temporary fix of emotional fix, but it's not the resolution you want. Didn't didn't uh. What's, what's your boy's name? Adam. Point the finger. He, t- he pointed at you. <laughs> this woman you gave me. Yeah, he did. This woman. God wasn't having it though. <laughs> was God was 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 Adam angry when he said that? Uh, he, he I think he was scared. He might have been a little was was mad with her for scared, getting him in this angry? situation. What? Well, I wonder what emotion Adam was in during that, that time. time when he when he pointed. I'm, I'm assuming he pointed to Eve, looking at God. This woman you gave me had me eat the, the forbidden fruit. Right. So I wonder what state of mind he was in when he accused Eve to God. Right. And there still had to be a solution. There had to be a consequence to it. It wasn't going to change in blaming her. Abraham, going back to Abraham. Change. This woman... <laughs> Had me sleep with our house housemaid <laughs> and bore us a son, Ishmael. Right. Did did Abraham blame? Did Abraham blame Hagar? Did he? 
and it didn't change the situation. Once again, what's going to be the resolution to this? Mm. Blaming doesn't work. Blaming doesn't work. It really, it really does. It, it doesn't. It doesn't work. I think learning the lesson through it benefits. And if you can't make anybody <clears throat> else do anything, what's the lesson in it for you that you can grow from? Blame the blame game. It's your fault we're divorced. It's your fault that we are here in this situation. Mm. What do you say when somebody says it's your fault we are here in the situation? Who blamed who and who? Did did you guys ever you and your ex did you was there ever a blame game? Um for me I think the blame was more of why I made the decision to kind of step out. Could have been your fault of why I made yeah. it and I was acting this way. And then the blame game on me would be like, I stayed here and I stood by you and I got these three kids. I could have had one <laughs> right? instead of three. And I blame you for, you know, so it kind of goes back and forth because at this point you can't see anything your spouse is trying to tell you. The emotions and these stages we're going through kind of, uh, it begins to cut you off from thinking clearly with the person you're so uh, traumatically impacted yeah. by. You know what I mean? You know, so blame me for making the decisions he made, as wrong as they were. Right. I think I blame myself for a long time. Self-destruction. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's when you're saying, you know, I must, I couldn't have been a good, I must have did something wrong as a wife. I must have been, did something wrong as a, as a, a mother. Yeah. You know, I must not have been pretty enough. Or I wasn't, you know, sexy enough or, you know, all that stuff, you know, and that's the next stages you get in after anger with all the depression and so forth. But yeah, that you, you can blame yourself. Self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. And that's what they said anger will do. Yeah. You're hurtful even to yourself. The feeling, the feeling of helplessness towards the divorce. Helplessness often fuels anger. And one of uh, a few of our bullet points here, we're, we're reading from the, our notes, uh, being at a loss and not in control of the process. Anger towards that spouse that wants it. Anger, anger towards the spouse who can't force to accept it. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Imagine I, how know, the person yeah. who wants out and the person they want out from <laughs> don't don't want to be out. Just won't, won't. Nope. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't signing nothing. But like it's 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 done, and and you make it really difficult because like I'm, I don't want to hurt you more. I don't want to take you through anything yeah. more than what you're going through. But I'm telling you, I want out. I want out. Now that let me person out. become now that person holds the anger. Now, now they're angry. Yes. At you for not wanting out. So anger, anger, anger has can have a tendency to go back and forth between both parties. Yeah. Increasing aggressive behavior from your ex, blaming your blaming your ex for being blamed. Okay. Blaming your ex or being blamed. Or being blamed. Or you being blamed. Mm -hmm. Other family members, 
or friends taking sides. Oh boy. That happens. That's a can. That's Auntie a can of worms. Auntie taking sides, mama taking sides, friends Ooh. you've known for years in your circle that you got. That's a rabbit hole though. It, it is. It keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> but it's real. It happens. Oh, I mean, okay, okay. Here's one. Okay, so two people been divorced thirty years. You've built a community around your marriage. Yes. Family, you know, you you have friends. They have friends. Your mama have your you got mama friends on you know you got friends on your mama's side and all and now all of a sudden you two are you know separated divorce you know whatever and now the friends that you built collectively together mm-hmm. truth it's the truth tell it <laughs> tell it the truth the the uh, the friend the friends and families that you collectively built together. Now has now has to take sides. That's the feeling. That's the ultimate elephant in the room. No one's saying you have to do that, but you ultimately feel like if my girl ain't with him no more, I can't. I can't associate with him, and we've been friends all these years. So if my whole so life is being turned upside down for that one person out there, if. You and your spouse are divorced and you both had a real close friend and that friend decides to, I guess, choose between one of you. How should that person that, I guess that, uh, that spouse that it's let go. Get let go. How how does that one how does this listener out there handle that? I feel that if the person the one that's been let go. Right. The person who's been let go, let it go. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Let it go. Because it is what again, it is. It is what it is. And yeah. these are stages. You're right. This you you it's a process that you just can't get around until that person can come to a more mature state or a healing place. It's hard to ask them to be something they're not ready to be. Mm-hmm. So allow them to let that go. So that one that got let go, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Time and healing shift some things. The relationship with you and that person may never be the same, but it won't be as hostile or hostile mm-hmm. as it is right now. If you just give the process time. Process. Trust the process. Trust the process. It's hard when my eyes are full of tears and foggy for me to see. I just can't What see. about, what about, what about, okay, all right, all right, let's do this one. Another situation. because. We're assuming that we have listeners in different situations. We do, right. What about the parents? The in-laws. The in-laws. You know, I love you like a son. I love you like a daughter. But now we're divorced. What about that relationship, that kindred that I built with uh, your mom or your dad or, you know, vice versa? Again, you let same, same, same thing, the let same go. thing, because if the mother of the husband chooses the husband, which is natural to nurture and bring through this phase of healing that he yeah. needs and she can't be for you the way she needs to be for him right now, right. 
allow her to be that what she needs to be for him. Whatever space they were supposed to play in your life mm-hmm. for the season, for, that that, season. for the season that they were supposed to, it did its job. Oh, let me. Okay, here's another situation. <clears throat> what if that person decide? What if that in law decides? You know what? That's y'all's business. I still love both of y'all. Both of y'all. I think that's. I still love you as a daughter or a son, and I still love your ex as my in law. I think that's fine as well. If both parties can agree. That's okay. You said said it right. You took it right off my tongue. You took it right (laughs) off my tongue. If both parties can agree. Because one may be. Why are you going over there messing with us? Yeah, if one is uncomfortable with that, again, I'm going through these phases and I'm going through these stages. I'm not ready. I'm not there. I don't care for that. How could you talk to him and he just asked me for a divorce? What we just went through, why we got a divorce. He was right. out with so-and-so and you're going to love on him and he hurt me. You don't want to get caught up in that. You know, let it go. Allow it to yeah. go through its process. Because there are some people who are very close to their ex-in-laws. Right. I mean, real close. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to believe if it's meant for us to tie that back again. Right. It, it, will, it will line up. But the just like it takes two to be married it takes two to work things out they've got to be in agreement and you don't want to be pulling on someone yeah and you're trying to let push this one away and pull this one to you Mm. you know and work through the process be sure to like our facebook page follow us on instagram and subscribe to our podcast. New listeners can register with our Eventbrite link so you'll be notified. We love to hear from you at lovetherapyministries at gmail.com. Finally, if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with others who may benefit from our discussion. Together, we can help more people navigate the challenges of divorce, building stronger marriages, and finding hope for the future. Again, thank you for listening. And we'll see you on the next podcast.